Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. What's up, Powerful Nonsenses? Hello. We are back in your ear holes for episode 210 of the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. 210. 210, that's Lovely. right. Uh, welcome to the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, the millennial podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, I am Wayne Ingram. I am Jem Yildiz. And this is the Powerful Nonsense Show. Going to be an interesting chat, I think, today. We're going to take a slightly different approach um, for one of our segments, which will probably take up most of the show, to be honest. Uh, we're just going to check in and talk about uh, the stuff that we're up to at the minute, our pain points, uh, lessons learned, what we're struggling with, what we're not struggling with, um, and just kind of have a check-in because we haven't done that for a long time. I think the last time we really had a check-in with what we're actually doing was episode 149 and 150. Really? Which was the interviews oh, yeah, that yeah. Adam Perona Wright kindly Might did for us. call him back in. For, I uh, actually sent him a message the other day asking how he was. Good stuff. I haven't replied to his response. But blanked you since... Oh, yeah. He's replied and then I blanked <laughs> Sorry, Adam. I'm getting to it. And you complain about that. <laughs> I hate when I message people and they don't message me back. No, But it's, 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 un, it's still unread. Guilty it's in my Facebook messengers. It's charged. still unread, which means... There is an oh, intent. it's fine then. It me- no, it means it's like a graveyard text has been like. No, it means there's an intent to reply. I did that the other day, and I, if it's longer- unread, it means I intend to reply. I had, I did that the other day, and I was feeling bad because I'd left it for like two days. I'm like, how can I leave a message unread for two days? Yeah, it's been like a, a week. You're a horrible person. <laughs> I am a horrible, horrible person. I thought he was better than that. But yeah, so we haven't we haven't kind of checked in with everything that we're doing since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot been a lot going on. It's been Crazy a lot time. going on. Uh, we've both been crazy busy so far this year, um, in a good way, I think. Not in a kind of like, oh, I just don't have time for anything. But just like, yeah, we're moving forward with what we want to do. So be good to touch on that. Um, and uh, if we have time, uh, we're going to talk about how millennials this week have killed boredom. Um, so that will be an interesting chat as well, if we have time. Um, but before that, we got to dive into the quote of the week so i picked this one gem nice uh because quite often it's finally doing some work (laughs) (laughs) yeah true um but yeah so i picked this one you can tell that i've picked this one because it's from an actor surprise surprise uh actor willem dafoe um of the florida florida project fame speed two fame i think it was speed two and i was watching an interview with him and he came out with uh with this quote which I really liked, which is when you have enough disappointments, you know that you survive them. It's a good one. It's such a good one. I think it comes back. So simple, but so good. Beautiful. Comes back to that expectation, isn't it? It's kind of like you're only disappointed when you expect a lot. You might, I don't know, have an employee that you expect a lot from and they don't live up to it. And then you're like, oh, 
that disappoints you. But soon enough, you just learn to kind of create this buffer around the security around you that mm. you just don't have too high expectations of people or things. And then you're not as disappointed. Yeah. Well, I think it also, cause it's, it can be so easy to despair about things. I think particularly when it comes to work and money and relationships and most of the other things in life, to be honest, where you just kind of like, it's so easy when you have disappointment after disappointment after disappointment to go, well, this is it. Like I'm finished. I'm finished. It's over. And um, actually, um, it's not. And you will continue. And like, whatever it is, if it's, you know, you've been to 10 job interviews and you haven't landed a single job um, and you think, man, am I just doomed for the rest of life to be stuck in this perpetual state of unhappiness in my current job (laughs) or dare I say unemployment even. You then go end up going to the next job interview and the next job interview and the fact that you're having another job interview is testament to the fact that you've survived the previous dis- disappointment or, you know, relationship to relationship that just has gone to shit super quick. And you're just like, am I doomed to be single? But you're still here. You're still on this planet. And, um, and I think what he's saying here is after a while, you, you almost desensitize yourself to the disappointment because you go, well, it is what it is. Another another thing will come along. Another opportunity will present itself. It's like one door closes, another door opens, that old saying. And um, I just really like the way that he put it. It was just, the, you know that you'll survive them, which I just think is just a beautiful thing, beautiful way of saying it because we get into our own heads so much sometimes. Yeah, and I think a lot of millennials especially suffer from this premature despair. I think they despair before they've even I done like the thing. That. Premature despair. I like that. Because <laughs> I know like when my girlfriend's been like looking for jobs and she's like, before she's even applied for it, she's told herself like she ain't going to get, get it, it and yeah. it's out of her reach. And I think that's even worse than even trying and being disappointed when you don't get it. I think a lot of people are kind of held back because they already have built the story about the failure before they've even applied to have the potential to fail. Mm. And so I think they're something that people need to kind of like work on. So we're going to move into what was going to be a new segment. And I guess it is a new segment, but I'm not sure if the, the title I'd come up for the new <laughs> segment applies because we've changed what we're doing in the segment. So this, this segment is called, what are you up to? Oh, I like that. Just that. What, what are you up, up to? to? Just simple. Yeah, I like that. So, Wayne. So, this is... What are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> Can we please take that, that take me and you saying what you're up to, mixing it together, just put a, beat, a, little a little bit of reverb, complete remix. I mean, if just I've got enough like, time on my to? hands. Yeah. <laughs> what are you up to? What are you up to? What are you up to? to? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the ways we entertain ourselves. <laughs> okay, so, Jem, what are you up to? Um, at a moment... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting, that's good. getting carried away with that jingle. Yeah. It's a cool one already. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on at the moment. Obviously, I've opened up my um, third shop for What the Pitter in Camden. It means now having three lots of fires to daily put out. And I was saying to you earlier, like, I feel like I'm definitely spread a lot more thin, thinly than before. And so for me, what is massively highlighted is the lack of systems that we have in our business and just cracking on with those. Mm-hmm. And um we've had to get rid of a few staff which has been a new lesson to me in terms of like not being too reliant on individuals and actually making sure that not 
one person holds the whole show together so that's tough i think that's a massive learning as well getting kind of used to having to hire and fire and stuff like that it's not always easy but it's something you have to do and you develop develop and you know what to look for and i do think a lot of the time like failures in staff is a failure down to management and so but it's always nice to kind of refresh i think camden gave us a great opportunity to really put a system in from the off and now we're kind of applying that system to the other two shops that we had mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like my video work even like that's been quite a, a, a thing that I've had to kind of like just totally drop back on even like I've been thinking to myself like at the moment like there's so many things that I'm so busy that I can't even take on like any more video work so I've started looking into how I can kind of keep my previous clients happy by um, actually finding other people who can do the work on my behalf which has been another sort of because I don't want to kind of cut all ties of I've had these clients for years helping while I was freelance and so I don't want to just leave them in a lurch with no one to do the work so that's been another thing I've been looking into obviously with the podcast um, obviously we no longer sponsored by Northampton University so that was a bit of a kick in the nuts initially but then um, it's something we enjoy doing but again it's something we're going to have to just get to the point where we have to discuss where this goes in the future Mm. so there's a lot of changes like for me it's now I'm very much putting a lot of my attention into my business and growing that and Mm. really pushing the attention that way but then it's also kind of looking at the other things around it and how they're going to kind of whether they're whether they stay around whether I can find a way to make sure that I'm not spreading myself too thinly and yeah so for me right at the moment it's kind of just prioritizing what's important systemizing and um yeah just becoming a bit more professional in terms of my business so a lot going on a lot going on a lot going on uh okay i'm gonna try and unpack a little bit there what are you up to what am i up to are you going into my stuff yeah or did you want to unpack my stuff first uh, so so okay let's how are we gonna uh podcast meeting guys um how are we doing this um am i gonna tell you what Give a rundown of what I'm doing, and then we'll unpack everything. Yeah, I agree. I think we should do that. Cool. We'll do that. Okay. Meeting adjourned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God, I hadn't quite thought this far ahead yet, because I thought I had about 10 minutes before I had to... Uh, Okay, so what am I doing? He was having a nap while I was talking. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) If you listen very carefully, you can hear me snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) What am I doing? Okay, so um, obviously I've got my my main client, which is essentially a stand-in for the day job um, as a PA. So that takes up a huge amount of my time. Huge! Um, What percentage would you say? Of my time? um, Well, I mean, I work work three and a half days a week there. Mm -hmm. So it's almost half of my working week is taken up from that. Um, And then I come home and I do work and whatnot. So that takes up a huge amount of my time. But that's what pays my bills at the minute because all of my other things aren't making enough money to to do that just yet. Um, Plus, I, um, as many of you will know, I've gone back to drama school part-time to work on my craft and build my network here in London because my network around the acting industry has been quite small since I finished my training the first time in 2011 so um i've been there two nights a week so that's mondays and wednesday nights um so that's six hours of my week as well uh plus uh i'm starting a setting up a new business with gems help as well um which i won't go into too much detail about what it actually is but that's proving quite the challenge in time management because i've got drama school plus i've got um the the day job um and then also I have another day job as well, which is only one day a week. Um, but that 
that is also just another day that kind of eats into my time. So my working week is actually pretty damn intense already. Um, I'm working, my days at the, at the minute average out probably about eight, uh, not 18, 14 hour days, um, for about five days of the week. And then I have Saturday to recharge and then like, that's it. That's all I got. Like Saturday now has just become my day of just, just like laying in bed with cup of tea after cup of tea after cup of tea in front of the TV, having a few hours to play some video games just to switch off. And then that's it. That's my recharge time for the week. And then I got to go straight back in and go hell for leather until Friday. Like Sunday is a working day for me. Mm-hmm. Like I have a one day weekend Sunday. I get up, I try and do this work on this new business. Then I go to, to day job B. Um, <laughs> and then my working week just goes all the way through to Friday, Friday night. Mm. Um, and that's, that's it. Plus on top of all of that, uh, what I'm trying to do is I, and I've said this, I think off, off air a few times, like for many, 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 many years, I had this whole thesis around, um, getting my name out there as an actor using the interwebs. I stupidly listened to other people and let other people's opinions change what I decided to do. Didn't trust my gut. And then five, six years later, I'm here going, fuck, I was right. I'm reading Gary Vee's book, crushing it, going, fuck, this is everything that I was saying the whole time. Um, to a, to a degree, obviously not to the same extent, but the, 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 the very basic concept of use the internet, get your name out there thing was my whole line of thinking. And I'm like, for God's sake, Wayne, you're now like six or seven years behind. So I'm really trying to double down on my social media. I'm putting a lot of time into really like researching how the different platforms, particularly Instagram and YouTube at the moment are working. So that's on top of all that other stuff. So I'm literally like podcasting on Wednesdays, podcasting on Wednesdays, Jimmy Mondays, Jimmy Mondays. Mondays. Like I am literally burning the candle at both ends, but it's not even work hard, play hard. It's just like work hard. And then occasionally my classmates from drama school be like, shall we go to a show or go for a drink? And I'll be like, yes, please. (laughs) I think what I like about your sort of schedule, I think is for other people on the external or people who are listening to understand is that actually probably a very low percent of your week is doing the thing you really want to be doing in yeah. terms of like the art, the the acting in itself. Six hours of and I And I think this is something with. that, especially while you're like young, you're thinking about what you want to pursue. You want to be a writer. You want to be this. Understand that actually that's pretty much how your week's going to look. Uh-huh. You're going to have day jobs. You're going to have these flexible jobs, but you're going to have this little 10% that goes into the thing you want to do. Mm. And it is this idea of like literally just pursuing that. Like it is literally, that's got to be enough that it's enough of a um, a draw that you're going to carry on with it. Yeah. That lifestyle that Wayne just kind of described is the reason why a lot of people who had the dreams and aspirations of doing acting or being writers or being creatives in any kind of way dropped out because they couldn't handle that lifestyle. Mm. So just like use Wayne as an example of, okay, you might want to do X and Y, but are you kind of happy to potentially have that kind of lifestyle? It is that sort of using the thing you actually love doing as a side gig. Like, and that, that's what I think is, is really nice to hear. It's, it's, as you can say, you're here, there. It's a, it's a hard game to play, but only some sort of sacrifice you need to make. Like Wayne is actually spending a lot of his time at day jobs that are not aspirations, not the most fun thing to do in the world, but it gets him by. It means that he can stay another day in the game of mm. being an actor. So, yeah. people need to thanks dude people need to consider that because i don't think many people be willing for that no and and, and, do you know i hadn't really 
I hadn't really thought of it in that respect, actually, before you... I mean, I have, obviously. I've talked talked about how, how hard I'm freaking working, how tired I am all the time. But I've never thought of it in that kind of, like... The, the way that I am living is the, is the thing that puts so many people off. Yeah, it and, is. And it is. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way. And as well, you've got to think, like, when I'm, I'm working hard on my business, like, my days are, like, my shops, op- my, all three of my shops open seven days a week. It never ends. Like, I'm on high alert every time that if anything goes wrong, if something breaks, yesterday, electric, a grill went off. But there's a different energy you have when you know you're grafting for yourself mm. and you're growing a business. Whereas when you're spending 70% of your time or 80% of your time on someone else's business, mm. that time put in is a lot more difficult to do. And so the points where you're actually doing what you love literally need to recharge you in some way. Yeah. And so there's a very different balance there. Yeah. Last Friday, um, interestingly, I, um, I <laughs> last Friday night at 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, I think it was. No, it wasn't quite 11 o'clock, about nine o'clock. Um, but I finished at about 11 o'clock, about nine o'clock on a Friday night, I open my cupboard and I get all of my stuff out for filming a YouTube video, right? Nine o'clock. And I film all that. And I'm like, let's get this done. Like, this is going to be good. Like, blah, blah. I'd written all my script out and I'm like, okay, go, 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 Just go. Just for the YouTube, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then I finish and it's like quarter past 11. And I've just packed up all my stuff. I'm about to put it in the in the cupboard. And then I just hop on Instagram. And I follow a lot of actors, as you as you know. Um, and I'm just looking at Instagram stories and I'm going through each one. And every single one is that person out in a bar drinking cocktails. And I'm like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, shit, this is how I chose to spend my Friday night. <laughs> And then I was like, I, I really, sh- I, I posted something on my Instagram, but it took me a, on my Instagram stories. It took me a while because I was like, I also don't want to come across as super self-righteous, but I was like, this is the difference. Like, this is the difference that's for somebody that's willing to freaking work their ass off. Like uh, it's half, uh, half 11 at this point, And I'm like looking at everyone. I'm like, you're all out partying and I'm out, I'm here, I'm at home working, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm not at home working being like, Oh, poor me. I'm working. I'm at home working being like, this is, this is part of the job. Like mm-hmm. this is part of the job to, for me to be able to do what I absolutely fucking love. Yeah. And the same with me, like today, my to-do list is bloody go to our storage room, which is in like our storage area that we have all our stock. And I've got a cleaner chip grill. Like I literally have to go and clean a chip grill today for a festival, well, for a wedding that we're doing on Friday. And I've got a whole pallet of stock that's arrived that I've got to move into this stock area. And it's like, these are the little details. They're not exciting, but people are like, oh, it's cool to have your own business. It's like, yeah, but you, now I'm mm. going to have to go scrub a chip grill so that it's ready to be used on like <laughs> on yeah. Friday. And I think these, like you say there, it's these sort of things you don't see. It's the little details right. that I'm like, how many people are willing to do that or to kind of, I'm not saying, okay, it's chip girl coming. That's part of what you do anyway. Like it's part of the job, but actually that's on top of like being the marketing team for my company. That's being the accountant. Mm. That's being the operations manager. Like there's two of us that run this business and we are everything in the company. I've probably got floods of emails coming through, but I'm still on the ground scrubbing a chip cooker. And it's kind of like, people have to understand, like there is massive sacrifices you make. Yeah. Like, and I think 
what you're seeing with this podcast, if you've been someone who's been listening for time, is you're seeing these little steps of development. When I started, I'd pretty much, but when we started this podcast, I just left the full-time nine to five. Mm. I went into freelance. I did that whole game. You can listen back to how that worked for me and how it was working for me. Now it's a bit, now I started a business and now like it's gone up the rung. Now I've got three businesses and I'm hiring several staff and firing several staff if we have to. And it's kind of like, you'll see this development, but you also see the little, the things you don't physically see are these little details of grafting that have to go on a daily basis. It's nice to see, oh, wow, congratulations, you're opening a new shop. But it's not congratulations, you, I don't know, sorted a stock area, you you Mm. went in early, you stayed overnight to get stock prepped, you... There's so much more to it. And I think that's why when Wayne shared that schedule for me, it was a glimpse into a lifestyle that I think that people may want that end result of becoming an actor. But it's like when a big majority of your time is not doing what you want to do, how much skin can you keep in the game? And I think that's something that people need to really ask themselves, even as a business. Like I can't sleep at night until I know my shops are closed because I'm like worried, like what if I go to sleep and then, because they're open till like quite late at night, sometimes nine or 11 o'clock on some days. And it's like, what if something happens at 10 to 11 and I'm asleep? Like, that's not right. It's my business. I should be awake if something goes wrong. And so it's those sort. And then obviously people stay for cleaning and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, you've got to understand if you want certain things out of your life, you are taking, like you have to accept that there are going to be things that are not ideal. And I think that is what scares a lot of people off from actually doing the things they want. Oh, you want to have a business that makes you a lot of money or you want to be an actor who gets to be in big films. But actually, no, I think a lot of the time you don't have the grit to do the things that are necessary. Yeah, it's that, it is, it's that grit. That is such a good word to use. Uh, And I think... Yeah, like, man, like, I mean, I think your story's super, super interesting, really, when you think about, about where the podcast started, where, and, and like with you as well, it's like grit, it's grit, it's constantly like, this isn't enough, this isn't enough, what's, what's next, what's the next challenge, and that, and I think that's part of the part of it's interesting actually because i think i'm about to go into one of the things that i wanted us to discuss in this segment (laughs) actually but it's about you are not there going this is what i want and and this is how i'm going to get it you're there going how can i get more how can i get more how can i how can i have a better life how can i do this how can i do that it's not about kind of like i want to be a millionaire it's just like okay what's going to fulfill me next how can i like Say, and I think I think that's where me and you are so similar. Well, for me, it's a challenge. The challenge is yeah. the motivator. Like, again, having free shops brought up a new set of challenges, but I'm like, okay, I want 10, I want 20, I want 100. What kind of challenges? Not because I'm gonna, that's going to add to my lifestyle. I'm not fussed, like, how much my business makes me. Yeah. Obviously, that's nice. It comes out of it, but actually, it's, it's the challenge is what excites me more. Right. And, and, I, and I think, again, I think that's where me and you are very, very similar. It's always about how can we better ourselves? How can we, how can we, how can we compete in a quote unquote, you know, how can we compete um, mostly with ourselves and anyone else? And um, I, I think that's, that's where we align so much because it's like, for, for me, it's like I could... The thing, the thing that I am most proud of myself for actually is my decision to go back to drama school, because for me, that was recognition of I'm not ready to play this game. 
I thought I was ready to play this game, but I am not. I am in such a weak position to play this game as it exists at the minute. My network's tiny. My my morale was hitting a, a low because I'd gone through two agents in like 18 months and uh, through no fault of my own, might I add. Uh, but it happened and it was like, fuck, man. And it takes a lot of work to get an agent, a lot of work. And it's like, do I want to go through that again? Like, are my skills good enough? Is my brand strong enough in terms of where my training's been? Like, I was literally like, I need to level everything up. Like, I literally need to level everything up. And it'd be so easy to be all prideful and proud and be like, well, I'm not going back into training because, you know, that's that's, like, that's, accept, that's accepting that I'm not good enough. It's like, no, I'm not good enough. And I'll never be good enough. In my eyes, I will never be good enough. I will always be striving to be better. And it's never about being the best in the world, although that'd be great. Um, mm. But that's never the goal. The goal for me is always to be the best that I can, I can be. Um, and that's why I'm constantly trying these new things, setting up another business to be like, okay, how can I make my lifestyle better so that I can have more time and more leverage to put into the thing that I really want to do, which is my acting, which means that I can then be better than I was before. And then like the goal for me constantly is make a living out of being an actor. Like that is for me, the main goal. Like if I can act like for my whole working life and, and make the money to live off that, then I have had a successful career. And so I'm like always trying to find a new way to shift the paradigm, to shift the, the algorithm, if you will, of like, what's my lifestyle like. And when I decided to go back to drama school, I was like, this is going to be the hardest 12 freaking months you have had in so long because I knew what sort of hours I was going to be looking at and I knew what sort of hours I was going to be working. Um, and I had kind of in the back of my head of like, okay, well, if that, if it gets too much, you can make this change, you can make that change. But it's like, I, I threw my trainers over the fence as junior would say. And I was just like ready to go. And I'm, I'm all in now. And it's like, I now have drama school fees to pay. I do not have any choice but to work my freaking ass off. When there is an element of a workaholic about you, because it's not being a workaholic, it's just fucking loving what you do. Mm -hmm. Loving what you do so much that actually you'd rather do that than sit and watch TV. Mm -hmm. I can't sit and watch TV for more than a couple of hours. I'm like, I get itchy feet. I'm like, I feel like I should be doing something. And it's not even a case of like, I feel guilty for chilling, but I'm bored. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've just, okay, yeah, great. I've watched two episodes of Jessica Jones. Now, if I watch a third episode, like, like I'm not going to, nothing's going to have changed. Like, and, 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 and I think that's the, key, that's the key difference. And that's when you really know that you're on like the right, the right track. Again, I'm knackered. I'm exhausted, but I'm like so fired up. My dad said to me over the phone the other week, he was like, I'm not seeing you this excited for years. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I know. And I can feel it. I yeah. can feel the difference. And that's the thing. And I think a lot of people who may look at your, your schedule will be like, how can you even be excited when you're doing all, spending all that time on shit you don't even want to be doing? Yeah, that is enough. And I think I did a blog post on this ages ago about motivation. It's just when you know that there's that 10% there that you love and you're aiming towards that, mm -hmm. then that's it. It kind of is enough to get you through that. And I think you're probably in a very good position that your lifestyle, like you say, you live quite cheaply. 
that actually the potential to live off your acting is probably not actually that hard no. because you're not, you've not created this luxurious lifestyle around it. You're like, well, actually if I just cover my rent and food and stuff, mm -hmm. then I'm pretty much living off my acting. So you yeah. kind of lined that up. Yeah. Some of my biggest, biggest expenses are actually around being an actor than actually yeah. my lifestyle choices. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, cool. Sorry. Unpacked quite a lot there. I know, but I think it's good. I just want people just to have a look at like what's going on in our lives. And I'm, mm. I mean, feel free to like send us some questions if you've got questions about Wayne, like what, how does he stay motivated? Or you want to know, Gem, how did you go from freelance to business and anything like that? Because obviously we don't know what you want to know or what you want to hear about. So by sending us the questions, we can then delve into those things a little more. Yeah, it'd be nice to have like a question of the week. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And I think, again, there's so much, again, that whole journey for us, there's so much wisdom from each part because mm. I know people might might fall into different categories in where they are on those timelines of what me and Wayne have done. Yeah. And that was kind of like the idea that the podcast does have elements of just showing you like, this is what we're doing. This is where it's got us to so far. Right. And and I think for those that haven't listened to the podcast from the beginning or, or have only been listening recently, when we set up the podcast, the intent was always to be, this is our journey documented through a podcast this is us talking about our trials and tribulations and what we've been going through and what we've been learning obviously the podcast has evolved quite a lot since then which is why we wanted to do this today and talk about what we're doing because that was that was the core of powerful nonsense even before it was a podcast mm -hmm. when it was just the blog that you set up um it was about you kind of learning and, and freelancing and, and writing about what you're learning and writing about what you're thinking about and that's ultimately what this podcast is about and I think sometimes now that we've been doing that, I mean, if you listen four years, if you listen to where we were when we first started, I mean, Gem's moved on much further than I have, but um, the journey's there for everyone to see. Like it's a weekly check-in of like where we're at, what we're thinking about, what we're going through. And you can see the whole, the whole journey and the whole transformation and, 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 how we've not wavered from that. And I, I would just really like to be able to sit like when we do it with students, you know, when we go into the university and we, and we work with the students, I, I would like to be able to respond to the various trials and tribulations and just give our perspective. We're not placing ourselves as business experts. We're not placing ourselves as experts in anything other than our own stories and our own experiences um, so it'd be really nice just to have those questions sent in and we can, we can debate them and, and yeah, throw if we ideas get enough, around. then we can make that into a whole episode. Yeah. So. so yeah, please do send them our way. Uh, if you want to send them via email, uh, Wayne at powerfulnonsense.com for me or gem at powerfulnonsense.com for gem. And we'll, we'll openly, openly discuss them. Or we'll just the tweet podcast. them over PN underscore podcast. Yes. Thanks very much for listening to us talking about ourselves. <laughs> Bit of navel gazing. It's <laughs> yeah. our favourite thing to do. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very rare that we do it. We try not to do it too often, but it, it was about time because we were. this year has been quite intense for both of us. If you enjoyed the episode, uh, please do leave, leave us a nice review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to your podcast, Stitcher or Google Play or whatever. Actually, we're not on Google Play on because Google Play still hasn't launched in the UK for podcasts. How annoying. Yeah. How annoying. <laughs> um, Google, sort your shit out. Um, but yes, please leave us a favorable review. Five stars or more would be greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah. Thanks very much for tuning in and we will catch you next time. See you later.